Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul, with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Talk radio to align your power with your passion, your life with your vision, and your spirit with your mission. I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and thanks to the Dr. Pat Show, I'll be with you for one more week at this time on Fridays. Today, I'll be talking about releasing weight and receiving health. We'll talk about what is the weight you are carrying, releasing weight as a conscious, holistic, and nurturing process, healthy ways to fill your body, mind, and soul, and living, loving, and appreciating your body as a sacred temple. So what is the weight you are carrying? Now, many of you may jump to the extra pounds, the extra pounds you want to lose, and yes, that is the physical weight that so many of us carry that weight loss is really a primary goal for thousands and thousands of Americans. It might even be millions. However, before I jump to the physical weight, and before we all jump to the physical weight, I really want to make sure that we begin this discussion of weight release and receiving health by identifying that weight is rarely ever just about the physical pound. Yes, I said weight and gaining weight and whatever it is that you weigh is rarely about ever about the physical pound. The extra pounds on our belly or on our face or on our hips and thighs, wherever they may be, along with the aches and pains and illness and dis-ease, not disease, but dis-ease that they bring with them, are usually the physical manifestation of troubling events, thoughts, feelings, and interactions we have had in our lives that have not been worked through and are stuck in our body. Now, that might seem a big leap for, for some of you to make. You may be thinking to yourself, well, that might be true for some people, but I know that the weight I am carrying is a direct result of that triple-decker cheeseburger I ate, that, that bag of Doritos or a bag of fries I just had yesterday. And I don't mean to get down on Doritos at all. I love them. <laughs> and no, I don't crave it because of my troubled childhood or traumatic past. It's because I like the way they taste. And yes, again, physically, that cheeseburger or double cheeseburger um, or nachos that you ate or whatever it is that you have is adding to the extra pounds on your body. And yes, you may like the way it tastes. However, what I would add to that line of thinking is that the mental, emotional, spiritual, and social reasons why you are eating, let's say, the cheeseburger or the fries or the nachos or the popcorn or the pizza, whatever it is, the reason why you might crave it and feed yourself with it even when you know it isn't in your highest good or your highest interest is that the act is the actual cause of weight gain. Weight gain and getting to know that reason and working through it is the cure. So for instance, learning when you're upset and when you're not feeling good how to go for foods that are a little bit more healthier than something that's going to actually put weight on you. I also want to make clear that for some people weight gain really does have a predominant biological, genetic, and hereditary component. The weight gain is linked primarily to a physical issue. If this is the case for you, I encourage you to continue listening to the show since working the emotional, mental, and spiritual links to your weight will also be of use to you and promote your health and well-being. So the first step in releasing weight from your body is to identify what is the actual weight you are carrying. What are the pounds in your body really about? And I know this is going to be different for some people because you might not have ever heard that the weight that you are carrying, essentially, um, it's not really what you're eating, but what's eating you. You're not really used to that philosophy. You think it's just about what you're eating. For some people, this is directly related to what's happening in their lives when they first gain weight. Now, remember, if you listened last week, we talked about dreams. 
and Dr. Stanley Krippner, who is a dream extraordinaire person, he talked about how even if you have a snippet of a dream, if you find the feeling or the moods in the dream, you can relate that to what's going on in your life, the feeling or the mood. And the same thing goes for receiving health and releasing the weight. You have to find out um, what is really going on and what's happening in your life when, as you gained weight, when you gained weight, whether it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or it just happened in the last couple of months. Was it, let's say you lost your job because you had some flip discs in your back and you couldn't do the job anymore. Maybe you started gaining weight then. Maybe you lost a, a loved one. There's so many people recovering from 9-11 or the Iraq war, people coming home and have, or not coming home and having lost their loved ones, and maybe they started gaining weight. These are just some examples of some traumas or joys, not so traumas in your life and not such joy in your life that weight can be put on you. Think back for a second. Were you going through a stressful time in your life? Was there a loss in your family, financial or career strain? problems in your personal professional relationships. If your weight gain began in adolescence, how was it dealt with? Did you feel frustrated and stuck and depressed or ashamed about it? Did the people around you support you or were you put down by peers and, and were feeling judged? In a society where childhood obesity is becoming frighteningly common, it is almost important to note, it is so important to note, that if your weight gain is linked back to childhood eating habits and what was acceptable in your family, what were those messages about weight and food that you were taught early on in your life? In fact, what were the messages regarding yourself, the predominant feelings you had in your household growing up at an early age? These questions are designed to get you thinking in a different way about your weight. Before moving forward to tackle the physical manifestation or beating yourself up about it, there is a different approach, slowing down, really checking in to when this all started, and the best place to get that answer is right now in the here and now. For example, if we go back to the person eating that double cheeseburger, pizza, fries, and chips, let's say the person is a woman named Carrie who's eating, you know, um, that stuff several times a week even though she knows it's not good for her. Perhaps Carrie listens to the show and decides to pay attention to the next time she chooses to eat unhealthily even though she wants to lose the weight. One night during the week, Carrie's driving home from a really rough day at work. She's mad at her boss for putting her down but felt too scared to say anything to him about it. She feels stressed and upset and finds herself driving to the local joint to get some of the pizza and the cheeseburgers and the fries and the chips. And before she knows it, and puts some alcohol on top of that, before she knows it, has eaten a full meal filled with calories and low nutrition. It isn't until she's on the road again that the full impact of what she had done hits her. Now she feels like, you know, she had no control. She feels down on herself, and she starts saying how much she hates herself and that she shouldn't have done it. And really, she knows she's broken her goal of eating healthy and eating nutritious food. Now, Carrie is not only mad at her boss, she's now extremely mad at herself and beats herself up mentally about her action. She goes home and is so fed up and tired with herself that she eats a whole tub of ice cream and then goes to bed in shame. Now, for many of you, this story may ring familiar, and some it may not. But what Carrie and all of us eventually wake up to is that eating those types of food when we're upset about what's happened in our day is not about hunger or craving. It is about an unhealthy action that we have learned to compensate for feelings and thoughts that we do not know how to deal with. Yes, we compensate by eating. Carrie, for example, could be any of my clients at LEAP or anybody that I consult with who just wakes up to the fact that when they are angry or resentful at work and don't know how to deal with their feelings, they try to make themselves feel better by reaching out for food, 
It could be cigarettes. It could be shopping. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be anything. But we're just using food as an example. However, the food is not, not only not good for them, it leads them to then take out the anger on themselves through negative messages. And eventually, the anger turned inward leads to depression, addiction, to food or other substances, or to lashing out at others. Ultimately, the weight you gain is equal to all the resentment you swallowed and the self-hate and negative image that we all create about us inside. Now, now I'm here to tell you that shame messages and self-hating thoughts never released anybody's weight or any weight on your back or on your body physically, or any weight of the emotional and mental messages that you talk to yourself. In fact, they are the source of continued weight gain. Many of you have heard the book Messages in Water, which shows pictures of water crystals that were inscribed with certain words such as hope or peace and took on the energy of those words to form beautiful crystals. The point of the book was that the water responds to the energy around it and forms itself to that energy shape. Now consider this. Our bodies are 90% water. That means that the messages and thoughts and feelings you are giving yourself each day are contributing to the form you take. Makes you stop and think, doesn't it? When you take actions that are not in alignment with yourself, when you take on the weight of toxic situations and relationships, when you do not release those toxic emotions from your body and continue to feed the negative thoughts, what shape does your body take? Again, what is the weight your body is actually carrying? My desire is to wake you out of your spiritual slumber and teach you how to be here now. Join me after the break as we continue talking about releasing weight and receiving health. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Cultivating Presence on the Dr. Pat Show. become an Easter tradition for thousands. Easter services with the Center for Spiritual Living at Benaroya Hall. Join Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis for a celebration where all faiths are welcome. 9.30 a.m. meditation, 10.30 adult service, 11 o'clock family service. It's an experience of music and inspiration that will touch you in a whole new way. Easter with the Center for Spiritual Living at Benaroya Hall in Seattle. Info at spiritualliving.org. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631 and leadershipsoulcoach.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Join Master Result Coach Alfonso DeRose at East West Bookshop in Seattle on March 30th at 1.30 p.m. for the Tao of Weight Loss. The key to maintaining your health and weight isn't in any diet. 
It's within yourself and your mind. And in order to achieve it, you have to take your risk. Visit TakeYourRisk.com and find out about ThinFormation. This revolutionary weight loss method will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. A smooth journey. A creamy encounter. An odyssey to ignite the senses. A spoonful of Greek God's Greek yogurt and Pavotoy's crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity. Greek God's Greek yogurt is all natural, creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures, including probiotics. Greek God's Greek yogurt is now available in pomegranate, honey, fig, non-fat, reduced fat, vanilla, cinnamon, orange, and traditional varieties. The Greek gods are now also offering the new and exciting Pavoto Ice Crema line. Greek gods Pavoto Ice Crema, a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you'll find in Greece, with flavors such as baklava, honey pomegranate, and fake chocolate. Eight sweet. Find your own Greek gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com. Also visit our booth at the Northwest Women's Show this month at the Quest Field Event Center and experience the myth. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And hello, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Dr. Lisa at the Dr. Pat Show, and this is Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul. This week, I am offering a 30-minute consultation to any caller who is interested in registering in our upcoming or any of our upcoming LEAP workshops. We have a yoga healing workshop at the end of the month, Breathwork Sunday every month. We have our Gigon workshop next week, and we're beginning our interpersonal business certification. And of course, we have our LEAP Life Empowerment Action Program Foundation course. So feel free to give me a call. Dr. Lisa here at 1-800-301-1603. That's 1-800-301-1603. Or visit us on our website at www.aboutleap.com. That's about, A-B-O-U-T-L-E-A-P.com. And some of you called in and asked on the spelling of my last name, so I'm going to give that as well. It's Dr. Lisa Cooney. C, capital C-O-O-N-E-Y. And the website is aboutleap.com. So once again, you can sign up for any of our workshops or just receive a 30-minute consultation at 1-800-301-1603. So today we're talking about releasing weight and receiving health. Now, what I want to focus on in just a moment are the practical steps to releasing weight and manifesting health in your life. But I want to go back to what we were talking a little bit about in the first segment. I used an example of a made-up person named Carrie who had an awful, horrible day at work, uh, came home and passed some of her favorite joints to go and, you know, have a drink and have some pizza and chips and all that fun stuff and all those burgers and fries and fill her body with everything to deal and compensate with the feelings that she wasn't ready to deal with about her horrible day. And then she moved into, the example I gave was moving into this negative self-talk and these negative shame messages about how bad she feels about herself and then continued the bad feeling by eating a tub of ice cream and then going to bed. So what I want to know about that, and that may ring familiar to a lot of people. We've all done it. I've done it tons of times. Anything that you hold in, sorrow or rage or grief or hurt or anxiety or fear or pain or shame or guilt, 
will eventually build up inside you and turn into weight. Turn into weight or aches or pains or rage and depression. I really want everybody and every listener out there to get that because we are so good at fixing things in our medical society um, after the fact. But what about what can we do to prevent disease? Find out and focus on the dis-ease before it becomes disease. So, believe it or not, and Louise Hay talks a lot about this, feelings like sorrow or rage or anxiety or pain or shame, if they're unexpressed, they cause disease and aches and pains in our body, which could eventually turn into disease. So we all don't want that. So use this particular tool to find out what it is that you feel before you put something in your mouth. Know why you're doing it. When you don't feel and express what is happening for you, the tendency is to compensate for those feelings by acting them out. And and we all have done this too. Acting out can often mean eating out or eating in and alone. And the result is that now not only are you full of all the thoughts and emotions you haven't expressed, you are also filled with the extra pounds and everything that you try to fill yourself with will be and is ultimately unsatisfying. That's why when you get home, you're just going to go for that tub of ice cream because it's unsatisfying. It's just filling the void, but it's not getting to what the void is about. We all must wake up to the fact that when we meet the hunger for emotional, mental, and spiritual support and release by physical means, i.e. food, we end up unsatisfied, overweight, and unhealthy. This is the ultimate disconnect from ourselves when we no longer know why we are eating, what we are eating, and most importantly, for whom are we eating? Because when you eat out of resentment, guilt, depression, sadness, or loneliness, you are not eating for yourself. You are eating for those feelings, and the food you give them needs to be food for the mind and soul and not physical comfort food. I also want to speak to this notion of comfort food. When we are feeling low, sometimes it is nice and caring for ourselves to give ourselves a treat or do something that makes us feel comforted. Taking action to discharge emotion and to help ourselves feel good is an important strength. However, the difference in an action that comforts us and in reaching out for comfort food is that nurturing actions tend to occur when we are in touch with our feelings and already know that we are feeling down and need something to cheer us up. Second, since we are connected to ourselves, we are able to make a responsible choice and take actions that actually nurture us, like a healthy treat or moderate portions, rather than sabotage ourselves or even our health. And finally, the most important test is how we feel after. If the action you took leaves you feeling soothed, loved, and supported, this is very important. If the actions you took leaves you feeling soothed, loved, and supported by yourself, you know it's right for you, and in the long run, will support the cause of weight release. However, if you are like Carrie, you, the example I gave, you end up feeling ashamed and worse than before. You know that your actions were not driven or were driven not by comfort, but by the negative messages of self-sabotage and self-hatred. And remember, I'm here to tell you that shame messages and self-hatred never release any weight from anybody. So all this is really what this show is about. I want to make all of us stop and think for a moment. So now, some practical steps to releasing weight and manifesting health in your life. I think that one of the major reasons why weight loss strategies fail to deliver is because they only focus on one part of the issue, the physical, or the pounds people want to lose. Think back in your own life. How many months, days, hours, even years have you spent focusing on those 10 pounds you just have to lose? And when you focus on the pounds, 
you are focused on the physical ma- you're focusing on the physical manifestation in your body. And your solutions tend to be physical as well, such as changing your diet, eating less, working out. Now, let me be clear. Nutrition and exercise are very important in releasing weight and in receiving and living a balanced, healthy life. In fact, I'm the biggest fan of yoga. I only started it almost about a year and a half ago, but it has changed my life and changed my body forever. And I'm so grateful to that healing practice. So push for yoga out there. However, there are two very um, important things to consider here. First, notice that I said nutrition instead of diet. The words we use are very important. As I mentioned earlier, our body is receiving messages from us all day long and shaping itself to those messages, literally, and also transmitting those messages out and attracting to us more of the same. Remember the law of attraction, what we, you know, believe we receive. So when we say the words diet, I need to stop myself from eating this, I feel fat, I am so heavy, we are focusing on lack, on scarcity, scarcity, things we are going to starve or deprive ourselves from. And we are focusing on more of what we don't want, which is the pounds, which is the law of attraction. What you focus on, you will receive. This attitude of depriving ourselves and really coming down on ourselves about things we feel negatively about does only one thing. It leaves us feeling worse about ourselves and gives our body the wounding message that it is bad, it is fat, it is unworthy, and needs to be controlled and changed. It doesn't take a lot to guess that this is not the best place to manifest your health from, right? On the other hand, words like nutrition emphasize nurturance. You are doing the same thing, focusing on what food to feed yourself. However, this time the emphasis is not on lack or scarcity. It's on abundance and coming from a place of abundance or empowerment. And my favorite little split of the word abundance is to do abundance. Yes, do abundance. You are saying to yourself that in a world with so much deliciousness, To experience, you are choosing to feed yourself only that which nurtures your body and makes you feel vibrant and healthy. People who diet cannot do nutrition because we diet and starve when we feel bad about ourselves. We nutrition and nurture, we nurture and nutrition ourselves from a place of love. In the same way, when we diet, we are focusing on the pounds and weight and how we have to lose them, a place of judgment, control, and negative self-beliefs. When we nurture and nutrition and exercise, we come from a place of wanting to be healthy, of being a weight that is in alignment with our happiness and well-being. The results you are wanting are the same both ways. However, the energy, the process, and ultimately the success is very different because the first way focuses merely on the physical and tries to force it to change. The second way is the way of the four intelligences. It is the gig-on plan that I have shared early on in this show the way of successfully achieving your goals that I teach at LEAP and that are on sale on our website that aligns your goals in your body, mind, emotions, and spirit. In this way of releasing weight, you not only look at your physical goal of losing weight, you also look at the mental messages that are creating this weight and the emotions that are creating dis-ease in your body and your spiritual connection or awareness of the weight. Next, any action steps or process in moving you from releasing weight to receiving health Utilize each of these intelligences. You want to make sure that your body is being given the message from all parts of you that will best allow it to release what no longer serves it and open to what will nourish and sustain it again. I will say it again. You want to nurture your body and make sure your body is being given the message from all parts of you that will best allow it to release what no longer serves it and open to what will nourish and sustain it. It is not enough to simply shed pounds. 
I know it can be done. I am sure you've seen it yourself. Sometime it lasts, however, many, 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 many more times. The weight does not release or simply comes right back, and even more. It is because the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical aspects of the weight release and the process by which you are doing it are not aligned and have not been addressed. And as I will get into later on the show, in the next couple of segments, more attention has been placed on the release and not as much as on the receiving. As I mentioned earlier, many of us eat to fill a gap inside that has to do with emotional, mental, and spiritual hunger. When you stop feeding that hole with food that, it, that doesn't satisfy you anyway, what do you replace it with? And how do you allow yourself to hold on to the positivity you receive when so much of your life has been spent equating more with something bad, such as weight? Before I go to break, I want to remind listeners to call in with your questions. Are you wanting to release weight and receive health? but don't know how, call me at 1-800-930-2819 so I can help you leap to your health. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Cultivating Presence on the Dr. Pat Show. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Getting healthy and staying healthy just got easier. Frequency, made with marine phytoplankton, is taking the world by storm. This live, raw, gluten-free, whole food liquid combines the best of land and sea. It raises your vibration and nourishes your body at the cellular level. It eliminates the need to take a handful of pills and is 90 to 99% absorbable. No chemical preservatives or artificial vitamins. See for yourself at wholefoodliquid.com. The more you learn about nutrition and self-health care, the more you'll appreciate frequency. Find out more by calling 877-428-7379 or visit wholefoodliquid.com. Be among the first 75 to call and receive your free one-ounce sample. That's 877-428-7379. A portion of every purchase of Frequency is donated to Environmental Marine Research and Development. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. 
see vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit HayHouseEvents.com. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Dr. Lisa at the Dr. Pat Show, and this is Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul, and I've been talking about releasing weight and receiving health. Remember to call in with your questions, 1-800-930-2819. So the word I want to focus on in this segment is acceptance. I find that a lot of people have a hard time with this word. (laughs) See, I couldn't even say it. I find that a lot of people have a hard time with this word, including myself, which is acceptance. So you may think acceptance means giving up, staying comfortable, letting go of your health, and of any desire to change. However, acceptance then becomes synonymous with failure, laziness, and things staying the same. You might find yourself asking, how will I ever feel motivated to lose weight, have a healthy body, develop an exercise routine that works for me every day, if I just, you know, accept all my fat? For that matter, how will I ever change anything in my life if I just accept it? For some of us, acceptance seems like too big a leap. Since we have spent day in and day out, year after year, not accepting ourselves as we are and beating ourselves up about it. How can I accept what I hate about myself and my life? A good question, and probably a lot of... A lot of people have asked that question internally, but never put it out externally. So I'm putting it out now. How can you accept what you hate about yourself and your life? That's the question many of you out there need to be asking yourself. What I am here to tell you is that acceptance is not only the first step in change, it is the foundation on which your goals for weight release or any other desire must be based on. Without it, all the diets, the exercise, the changes you make will leave the core of your weight issues unaddressed and leave you open to the weight you don't want coming back. With acceptance, you will be releasing weight from the inside out. Not only the physical baggage you've been carrying, but the emotional and mental underpinnings that caused that baggage to manifest in the first place. And yes, this brings up all our life experiences, beginning with our family of origin, what occurred in our childhoods. doesn't mean you have to have a bad childhood what's happened in our relationship life, in our career life, in our personal life. These are all the places that emotional, mental, and physical baggage manifest. With acceptance, you will be happier in the moment, any moment, anywhere in the process of weight release, and you will reduce the chances of attracting the weight you don't want back into your body. So just to bring in the law of attraction and the Abraham Abraham teaching by the Hicks people, acceptance you know, could be focused, you could align it with the law of attraction because they talk a lot about vibration. And if you don't have a vibrational match in your body for what you want to create in your life, it's already out there. But if you don't have that vibrational match, it will not come to until you clear out whatever is blocking your acceptance of your abundance. 
So that is really important to understand how powerful acceptance is. is. It is the attitude of allowing acceptance. It is. It is the attitude of allowing compassion and gratitude for you in this present moment. It's not about hiding your negative feelings about yourself or your body. It's not about stuffing them down, as we talked about earlier, because you know it only leads to stuffing yourself. Starving yourself, it's not about starving yourself of emotions. And as you know, starving yourself of emotions only leads you to starving yourself. Another extreme and unhealthy behavior for your body. Accepting your emotions, thoughts, body image, spirit connection with your weight in this moment means letting them come to the surface, acknowledging them. And the big step is to allow them to be. It's really hard. Allow yourself to be exactly where you are. Let go of pushing, struggling, beating yourself up about wherever you are. Just as Byron Katie taught us earlier in this series, acceptance means loving what is, or at least being with what is right now, as it is. It also means being with you and your body as you are, because however you are is exactly where you need to start from. Now, that you, now that you allow yourself to be where you are, the struggle subsides. Believe it or not, it does. This is very important because the law of attraction tells us that when we struggle against, whatever we struggle against, we attract. So allowing is key in releasing weight. We must accept our bodies in this moment, not love, just accept. Um, it's best to love, but you don't have to love in the beginning because that might be too big of a leap. Just accept. Allow yourself to be and accept who you are. When you accept your body in this moment, you just need to allow the struggle to stop and to begin moving in a positive direction to attract what you truly want, greater health and a vibrant body. Everybody likes to go out hiking. Everybody likes to go in the water and go swimming. Everybody likes to be able to move their body without pain. So once you have stopped your struggle to get your boat moving in the direction of positive flow, you must get in touch with gratitude. For anyone out there who is thinking, yeah, right, what do I have to be grateful about in my body? This will never work. All these negative thoughts. Let me remind you of the old saying, I felt sad that I had no shoes until I saw a man that had no feet and could not walk. I'll say it again. I felt sad that I had no shoes until I saw a man that had no feet and could not walk. The point of this saying, as many of you know, is to wake us up to the fact that no matter what position we are in, no matter how uncomfortable we may feel about our body, there is always something to be grateful for and always another who may be having a harder time than us or than you. So stop allowing yourself to be in your current state, in your current victim state, down on your body, and then shift in a positive direction and give thanks for your body. Just doing so will change the energy. It might be that you are grateful to be strong and sturdy and function well in the world. It might be that you have beautiful eyes or hair or teeth or skin, a part of your body that you really love. Maybe you are grateful for your senses and how you can experience the world fully around you. Or maybe you are simply grateful to be born in a body that is alive with a sound mind and a beautiful heart that is beating every day so that you can do what you want in the world and leave a, leg a legacy of positive and positivity and positive affirmation in the world. Whatever it is that you are grateful for about your body and even your weight, let yourself get in touch with it and give it your focus. Remember, what we focus on grows and you really want this attitude of gratitude to flourish in your body and in your life. In the moment that we change the way we look at things, the things themselves change. Even in doing this simple exercise, notice if your mood improves, if you feel better about yourself and your body, and if the way you look at yourself in the mirror changes. At the very least, honor yourself for your shift in perception and know that it is a pivotal, that it is pivotal to you 
having and receiving health in your life. The final step in acceptance is cultivating compassion. This is much easier to do now that you are flowing in a positive stream of gratitude for yourself and your body from this softer, open space inside of you. Because inside of you, it sees that you are sending love and you're sending nurturance to yourself. I talked earlier about the book Messages in Water and how our bodies are 90% water. The messages we send ourselves imprint themselves in our bodies and actually form shapes that correspond to those messages. So here is your opportunity to shape your body through what you think and feel about it. Now, you can shape your, shape your body through hate, anger, and resentment, and you know the extra weight places on your body. I'll tell you now that your hate, your guilt, your shame, your anxiety, your fear, your sadness, your depression all lives in those areas of your body that are overweight. Or if you're not overweight, it still lives in those areas of body where, you cause, where it causes you aches and pain. Now, if you live in joy and lightness and happiness and love, those parts of your body will be a much more slender build in a way, not certain, um, not numbers or anything like that or body sizes, just more of a slender, lighter build from the inside out. You can still allow your emotions, the tough feelings and judgments you have about yourself. Yet, in cultivating compassion, you learn to allow what is and gently send out empathy and love towards yourself as well. This takes time. Many of you have been thinking and feeling negatively about your body for a long time. Society, family, friends, popular culture may have done a lot to damage your self-esteem and self-image, and you may deeply believe the negative judgments about your body. But believe me, there's still hope. You can always change. It's never too late to change. One, if you find that cultivating compassion is incredibly hard for you, and you cannot even think of overcoming the negative thoughts and feelings, then I would definitely recommend augmenting your weight loss plan with therapy, support groups, or nurturing community, workshops, and certainly guidance that can help you work with these important factors regarding your weight gain and loss. Two, spend time each day, even if it feels fake at first, fake it till you make it, to really seek out and write down or say out loud the things you love or like or appreciate about your body. Three, practice forgiveness. See if you can try, not even try, see if you can do once a day, send loving messages to your body that you forgive yourself for the weight, you forgive yourself, that whatever it is, the guilt, the shame that you're carrying, and that you know your body is doing its best and that you have a part in it, that your mind has a part in your body's weight gain. Again, you don't have to believe it at first. Just practice and beginning to say this to yourself will open the doors to compassion and acceptance and certainly allow your body to receive and begin assimilating the positive messages that is manifesting and that will manifest into your right form, your right body form in the future. Finally, think of your body as a little child, new to the world, just forming, and very vulnerable to feedback. How would you talk to yourself if you were a child? Would you be as harsh and critical about your weight, or would you phrase what you say in a more loving and appreciative way? Would you love a child unconditionally and shower him or her with that love even if they were overweight? The truth is, no child and no person will release weight and receive in health in a holistic and healing way unless they are filled with what they truly need, unconditional love and acceptance. Instead of this love taking away their motivation to change, it is actually the primary catalyst in lasting change and success in finding and maintaining health. How would you feel if every day you got loving, affirmative messages about yourself? How would your life and your weight release process be different if you knew you were accepted as you were and that you were living in gratitude for all you had? 
Your attitude to yourself is not only the place from which weight gain may have started. It is also the place where releasing weight and receiving health begins. It takes teamwork to make the dream work, and it takes a community to help you release what no longer serves you and receive what is in your highest and best. Join me, Dr. Lisa, after the break for our final segment here today as we continue to talk about releasing weight and receiving health. You are listening to Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul, on The Dr. Pat Show. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. The Dr. Pat Show team is bowling for the animals at the Posado Safe Haven 3rd Annual Dog Bowl on April 6th at Kenmore Lanes. You can help us raise money for the animals by sponsoring our team. No donation is too small. Go to thedrpatshow.com and look for Monkey on the homepage. Charity Navigator, America's premier independent evaluator of charities, gives Posados their highest rating. Go to thedrpatshow.com to find out more about Posado Safe Haven and how to help us help the animals. Enjoy an evening with John Holland in Seattle on April 9th for his talk titled Messages from the Other Side. Renowned psychic medium John Holland will present a fascinating evening of lecture and demonstration. John uses his unique style to explain some of the principles of communication with those who have passed on to the other side. He will also discuss information from his latest book, Power of the Soul, Inside Wisdom for an Outside World. During the second half of the lecture, John will deliver messages from loved ones on the other side to some lucky audience members. Don't miss this opportunity to see one of the most sought-after psychic mediums in the country. Join John Holland in Seattle on April 9th at 7 p.m. at Benaroya Hall. Visit the drpatshow.com for more information. McDonald's Northwest Women's Show is where mothers, daughters, sisters, and friends come together each year at a show that's all about you, your body, your spirit, your life. New this year is the exciting Living and Eating Green Expo. Find out what you can do to make a difference. Plus over 500 exhibits and best of all, shopping. This year, it's Celebrity Central at our 20th anniversary show. Meet Matt and Susie from NBC's The Biggest Loser. Max from Dancing with the Stars. Take a class with Aiden from ABC's all my children at the beef it's what's for dinner stage fashion on fire where seattle's hottest firefighters heat up the runway and favorite authors including ann rule and dr pepper schwartz the women's show is march 28th through 30th at the quest field event center open 10 till 6 sponsored by bartell drugs american family insurance waste management the seattle times and king five the mcdonald's northwest women's show it's such a girl thing for show information go to nwwomenshow.com how can you work in harmony and prosper with the universe? Find out each week on the radio show, Cosmic Connections with Madeline. Brought to you by the Dr. Pat Show. Every Friday at 10 a.m. on KKNW 1150. Internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick brings you tips, tools, and answers to your questions. Check the show topics at PolarisBusinessGuides.com. That's PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. to Cosmic Connections with Madeline. So you can prosper with the universe. 1150kknw.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. And welcome back. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul on the Dr. Pat Show. 
Today, I have been discussing releasing weight and receiving health. And I spent some time in the last segment talking about acceptance and the ways in which we can cultivate compassion and gratitude in our life. The reason I focused on those areas so much is that they pave the way to the final and perhaps most significant step in the weight release process, receiving health. You may have heard, nature abhors a vacuum. So anytime there is a gap or an empty space, nature comes in to fill it. We have already talked a lot about how we tend to use food to fill in a gap in ourselves that is related to mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational hunger rather than actual physical need. So what happens? When we finally stop filling ourselves with food, what happens to that gap? I have found that so much attention goes to the weight release process that people don't often think about what to do after the weight is gone, how to change their lifestyle, how to make it a lifestyle that you can keep the weight off and maintain. Most people don't know how to maintain. Many will say, well, I just want to keep it off. However, after hearing the show, you're hopefully recognizing that weight release is not about lack. It's about filling ourselves up with what we truly need and what is beneficial for us so that which doesn't serve us, the extra unhealthy pounds, can easily shed themselves. Now, it's not just the physical pounds that can easily shed themselves. When you make a lifestyle choice to release weight, you are saying to your life, your family, your friends, your partners, your beloveds, your colleagues, every single thing that you participate in, that you're going to be different now. And so that... That means that the things that you do are going to be different because it takes time to give yourself one, two, or, or three hours a day of physical exercise every day to maintain the lifestyle of the weight release. Let's say if you lost 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds or something like that. Not to say that you have to work out two to three hours a day, but you have to put something in place of your life that wasn't in place before. It also means that the way that you shop, you might spend more money shopping or less money shopping because you're not buying the things that are not good for you. You might realize that some friends in your life are not that good for you. And there was a study um, at least six months to a year ago done that people found out that if your friends that you're hanging around with are overweight and you're not, at some point you will become more overweight because of the, the group environment. And it's a really great study that CNN talked about. And, and, and no one would have ever thought about, about that before. So, again, the people, your shopping, the food, your exercise pattern, everything is going to change. And that's not scary. Even though, even though um, it may seem scary, even though it may seem scary, it's really not scary. Because what you're doing in losing the weight is actually listening to what has heart and meaning to you and listening to your soul inside the body, underneath the weight that's saying, hey, I can't breathe in here, can't do the things that I want to do, and please change my life because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy living like this. So if you follow the process of weight release that I outlined here in the show, you will have reached the point of releasing weight, knowing exactly what caused you to gain the weight in the first place. Now, if you missed some of the segments and you're just turning in now, not to worry, the CD of the show is uh, on sale at the website, at the aboutleap.com website, or you can call me at 1-800-301-1603 and get more information. So if we go back to the example of Carrie, the made-up person that I used in the beginning who had such a horrible day at work and then went, went home and ate everything at, at her favorite food joint to do so, the pizza, the chips, 
the fries and the hamburgers and then went home and felt so bad about herself that she stuffed herself with a pint of ice cream. Um, she, let's say she found through her personal work that her weight gain was related to unexpressed resentment in her life and dissociation from her feelings. She would need to focus on releasing weight by receiving permission in her life from herself to speak her truth and name all her resentments and all the pain, maybe even talk to these people, maybe just talk with a therapist or a consultation person, and fill yourself with a connection, and fill herself with a connection to herself, and also change the relationships in her life that fed her mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Receiving health would mean receiving love and attention and nurturance from herself and others by listening to feelings and allowing, to, allowing herself to speak what she needed. So many people are in relationships with people and have frustrations and angers and resentments. People that they're married to, that they're partnered with, that they're doing business together, they have so many, resent so many resentments and they don't share them. That creates such unhealthy dynamics, not only in the relationship or the business or the marriage, but it also puts weight on your body and creates dis-ease. You start snapping at the person because you're not telling the truth. That puts weight on you or it, put, or it puts weight on you because you start eating stuff to stop feeling the anger. It's not going to happen. You're going to feel it. So you might as well deal with it. <laughs> That's the truth. So receiving health would also mean taking healthful actions for yourself in times of stress. So actions that would feed her spirit, such as exercise, eating vibrant foods, talking to a friend, maybe even crying or doing a meditation practice. Receiving health would mean opening up to work and peer relations that honored who you are and supported you in feeling valued. If you're in relationships where you don't feel valued and you're a little bit happy, unhappy about the weight you're carrying in your body, know that there's a direct result to the unhappy environment, which is an unhealthy environment that you keep going to every day, and it's creating a victim posture within you, and then you are putting weight on on top of that. So maybe sometimes we can't change our job, but you can start speaking up for whatever's going on in any environment, relationship, or situation that you're in, that you are in. As you can see, for every pound we carry, for every pound we shed, we need to take in as much support and nurturance to feed ourselves on all levels and bask and fill ourselves with things that truly fill us up from the inside out and nurture us and give our body the message that the extra pounds do not need to come in to fill the gap anymore because I'm not still in that toxic environment. I spoke my truth. I'm not resentful anymore. I did a clearing around whoever I was resentful with. Or I actually changed jobs or got out of that relationship that didn't work for me. Ultimately, the art of learning to receive and sustaining what we have inside ourselves and in our lives is the art of living fully, living our very best life. This can take longer and stretch us farther than releasing weight ever could. Receiving is about life. It is about the decision to live and to live no longer in scarcity, no longer in lack, no longer in losing pounds or, or restricting diets. It's about opening to receive and learning that filling ourselves up, having enough, and more than enough is abundance. And I want everybody to do, the, uh, do an abundance this weekend on Easter. If it's changing the very paradigm we are born with, that if we have a lot, if we are living large, it is something bad, and that starving ourselves or having health come only to go as fast as it came is the way to live. That's not true. Receiving health is receiving our birthright to the life we are born to live, and only we can receive into ourselves what we most need. What is beautiful and comes full circle in this process is that as soon as you are filled up with health, vitality, vigor for life, as soon as you release what is unhealthy for you and receive what is in alignment for you, you are in the position to give back out like never before. 
in this fullness, you are grateful, allowing, and compassionate, and your positivity and love for life overflows to everyone around you. When you heal yourself, you contribute to the healing on the planet, and what better place to start than with your personal health? These simple yet profound lessons in this show are about how to stay true to you despite what life throws at you. You are on a journey that takes your best self and all your big dreams you have and turns them into reality with every step lived in truth, integrity, and love. Remember, there is a community out here for you where you can practice these lessons in love and living and manifest all that you want. I offer you just that at LEAP, the Life Empowerment Action Program. So join me next week, Dr. Lisa, for the final segment in this series, as I discuss living your joyous life, this is the final segment of the Psychology of Soul series. I will focus on my philosophy on living a joy-filled life, key teachings on turning obstacles into opportunities, the fourfold way of life, connection to body, mind, emotions, and spirit, how to, live and, how to love and live in co-creative relationships, the laws of attraction, manifestation, and appreciation, and a vision for each person awakening to the freest expression of who they are. Feel free to call in at 1-800-301-1603 to receive your complimentary 30-minute personal and professional consultation with me, Dr. Lisa. That's 1-800-301-1603. Or visit the website at aboutleap.com. That's www.aboutleap.com. Join me for living your joyous life next week. And until then, this is Dr. Lisa wishing you a wonderful weekend. Live from your soul. Speak from your heart and love the life you live. Happy Easter, everybody. Have a wonderfully abundant, filled, love-filled, festive weekend. He was born in the summer of his 27th year. Coming home to a place he'd never been before. He left yesterday behind him. You might say he was born again. You might say he found a First came to the mountain